the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. like watching an old man change a breaker with a screwdriver, isn't it? This stupid son of a gun. You can't do a damn thing right. Chaos. Gas has never been higher. Inflation, the country's never seen, never in the history of America has the rising costs of all goods skyrocketed in such a fashion. Never. And the spokes idiot, what's her name? KJP, which apparently is French, affirmative action for moron. Less than eight minutes that's what she gave you. Eight minutes to explain exactly what the hell is going on. What's going on there, dummy? Does he still seek to make Saudi Arabia a pariah state? Well, I spoke to this, uh, I spoke to this yesterday, uh, huh? and I could share some more thoughts uh, on that now. No, no, no. I don't want your thoughts, moron. I could tell by that hairdo. You're, I'm not interested in anything you think. I want to know what the idiot with the diapers and the wet socks is doing. You know, the one ruining my country. I want to know what the actual politicians are going to do about the circumstance we all face prices right here at this gas station jumping a whopping 40 cents overnight to 5.95 a gallon the pain at the pump is being felt across the country the national now do you think this moron kjp understands the ramifications of that in the in the complex nuances of logistics and how that translates to rising costs in everything in literally everything do you think the kjp has a grasp. But um, look, the president uh, was very clear when he was asked about this on uh-huh. um, on Friday uh, uh-huh. when he was delivering his Spit remarks to the economy. Um, and basically, he said, as president, he believes that if there is any um, uh-huh. any way to get uh, peace, he uh-huh. feels like he should take that uh, he should take that direction. Uh, so Saudi Arabia, and, uh, Saudi Arabia has been giving you the finger since you stole the office. The prince has been not taking, not taking your calls. The United Arab Emirates, which is a bunch of those mini princes all walking around in tablecloths from Italian pizzerias, those imbeciles, they're not taking your calls either. So what exactly in the hell is going on in the big world of finance? Let's get the transgendering Dutch boy at 90 years old and 300 pounds. With respect to energy, the uh, administration has done everything that they can to bring down energy costs, for example. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So this is it? This is everything you... uh, What are you going to do? Throw your arms up? Listen, this isn't some corner drugstore, moron. You're running the country. What do you mean this is it? So it's just going to get progressively worse from here, Dutch boy? Through um, an historic release um, of a million barrels a day from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. and uh Oh, my word. 
Am I the only one who's thinking her husband probably has six strippers over at the house, just hoping this this conference takes a lot longer than it should? Um, Energy prices, gas prices, while very high, have risen a lot. They would be higher without that. But um, oh boy, Putin. And if he doesn't, he's definitely doing a Robin Williams, just trying to hang himself with her belt. There's no question that we have huge inflation pressures. Oh, that's good. That you inflation is really our top economic problem at this point, and that it's critical that we address it. So- you notice when they start focusing on stuff, it just gets just just gets a little worse, right? Let's go to let's go to another affirmative action. She's a woman, first woman in this position, Gina Jeannie Ramondo. What is actually still on the table, though, to bring gas prices down at this point? Because the president has said and made very clear that there's not much left that he can do. Yes. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Unfortunately, that is the brutal reality. Uh, you know, this is in large part caused by Putin's aggression. You know- no, no, no. Let's ask an eighth grader. Is there an eighth grader? Is there a transgendering eighth grader? Is there a transgendering 350 pound eighth grader? Because they know what to do. You let our companies take the oil, that beautiful black gold, right out of our country. This way we don't have to go to a bunch of inbred morons walking around in my Uncle Charlie's tablecloths deciding who's their cousin and who they can sleep with. All the same answer. Since Putin moved troops to the border of Ukraine, gas prices have gone up over a dollar 40 a gallon. Yeah, but since your wrinkled ass old man stole the office, it had rallied more than that in the same amount of time. Same amount of time. What about that, Gene? You moron. And the president is asking for Congress and others for potential ideas. Here's an idea. Let our people go. Let our companies earn money. Let them do what they did before you stole the office. Let, Let us get all people go. That's it. Let us get all back on track. So new reporting on messaging struggles within the White House. CNN's Isaac Dover reports. See, this is what this is, by the way. This is playing you because you have a bunch of moron out of work lawyers, lobbyists, whores and pimps of politics that have no answers. In fact, they can't even remember what things were like before they stole the election. How the prosperity reigned and the gas was $2. They can't remember anything. You know why? They have no business or common sense. None. Who has common sense? Because most of this stuff, like a border, a border. I want a border. Oh, that, they're, they're, they're succeeding on that. We have another, what are those things called? A caravan. Ooh, a caravan. What are they bringing? Are they bringing good stuff? Are they bringing prosperity or is it just more drug mules? Yeah, we'll get to that other word. That, that's another situation. It's, quote, being familiar never makes the feeling less dreadful. White House aides emailing each other during one of President Joe Biden's stops on the road. You do track- know why, right? Because they're aides. They're the 20-something Marxists. They're the ones that their father never taught them how to be a man and their mother never taught them how to be a woman. But their teachers taught them how to be a communist. They're the ones coming up, and they don't know what to do. So you're in a country drowning in the economic turmoil the Democrat mafia has bestowed upon you, and their answer at the worst time in American history of the economy is, this is the best we can do? Who's covering what he's saying and which TV channels are taking the speech live 
And do real- you have a, in your in your repertoire there, Squirrel? Do you have like an impeachment song that says "impeach, impeach, yada da 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 da"? Because they're admitting, as in charge, this is it. I honestly, I have I have no idea what to do, and this is only going to get worse. And by the way, whatever you do, don't mention the fact that the only fat person in North Korea is launching nuclear tests yet again. Oh, well, God. a potential news threat from North Korea this morning. The International Atomic Energy Agency believes the country is preparing for a nuclear test. The watchdog says one of North Korea's passages in a known nuclear testing site underground has now reopened. If North Korea goes forward, it would be the country's first nuclear test since 2017. But you know what? Matthew McConaughey went to the White House and gave a longer press conference than KJP. He's upset about guns because Matthew McConaughey is an expert. He's been getting high after all for 20 years of his life, and he'll say virtually anything somebody else will put in front of him. So he's going to lecture us on how to make America better. North Korean launching nukes, Russia very upset that we're fighting a proxy war and we've been doing all the fighting and all the significant destruction of the Russian uh, uh, government. And we're not willing to admit it. We're funding all of that war because, you know, after all, they bribed Joe Biden, not to mention China. Oh, yes. China is raking it in. In fact, this was the only thing KJP really gave an answer. It wasn't today. It was yesterday. But I find it very relevant. Um, On solar panels, how is this not a gift to Chinese uh, solar manufacturers, who many of whom operate with forced labor and are subsidized by the Chinese Communist Party? Um, so, you know, today's announcement is about one country and one country alone, and it's about the United States. It's like being trapped in the worst Starbucks where everybody's dad and husband is rich, but the women never did a damn thing in their life except try to find the most expensive handbag and shoes in the world to buy. This is the predicament we're in. This is why the economy is the way it is. And it's not going to get better because there's another old bag in charge. War in Ukraine is having impacts on energy and food prices globally. You're having impacts on food prices. You're driving them up there in Washington. You're buying everything you can get your fat hands on. Not to mention the impact you're having on the furniture there. So um, I do expect I do expect inflation to remain high, although I very much hope that it will be coming down now. She hopes. She hopes your husband hopes his Viagra works. Neither one is going to happen there. Ugly. Not a thing. I think the other mission, every viewer who watches your show went to a gas station this past weekend and filled up or put 10 bucks in or five bucks in or whatever they could afford. And if it wasn't them, it was a member of their family that was sitting shotgun in the car or maybe a friend who did the same thing. And they look at that thing and they think, man, this is sticker shock. Where is it going to stop? Well, what they should start thinking is that it's ecotage. It's like sabotage, only they're going to misuse the environment and make you feel like it's all going to benefit Mother Earth rather than focus on the fact these con artist bastards have been swindling us for 30 years. Their prediction's 100% wrong. Their science is frauded, just like every time they open their mouth. And when push comes to shove and the Durbin hits the fan, they throw up their fat, buttery hands and say, I don't know. I do. I know what to do. Impeach every rat bastard that says they don't know what to do and refuses to admit exactly who broke it. The rat Democrat mafia. That's who broke it. That's why you're in this predicament. 
And in the meantime, to listen to the excuses, we should do it with a little comedy. Because how we got these ugly, despicable human beings to screw with our economy and take over a position from business to business to life to life shows you how much of our liberty we voluntarily gave to a corrupt mafia who in the long run is just too stupid to even stumble onto a right answer. It ain't got no gas in it. All right, now this, I'm taking this guy right away. Michael in Cary, are you on your way to the hospital so your wife can give birth? Is this true? Oh, absolutely, Sean. I am, I'm honored. Really, what are you going to have? You're going to have a boy or a girl? This one's going to be a girl. It's going to be our second. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, boy. Let me tell you, you have hair? I do, luckily. Yeah. Well, listen, enjoy the first 12 years, because after that, you're going to start losing it like your neck was on fire, because that's what they do. Absolutely. They're the best thing in the world till they're 13, and then you're going to want to stay away from them. Hand, them. handle them like they're a bomb about to go off, and you'll be all right. Thanks, Sean. I really appreciate you, buddy. This is wonderful. What's her name going to be? Abigail. Oh, what a great name. This is all wonderful. And what? what do you have another one already? So this is your second one. What's your first one? First one's a son named Andrew. Oh, very good. Now you could look out for her. Very, very good. This well, is good news. Andy and Abby, they're going to be awesome together. He's going to be a great big brother. I love it. I love it. Now if we could just get an economy and a country that they can grow up in the way we grew up, that's what we have to fight for. Absolutely. Dad, keep the scumbags from indoctrinating them with their uh, BS, yeah. if you would. Oh, you got to homeschool these kids. Homeschool. Bring them down here. You know, gas is a dollar cheaper. I landed, I, in, I'm in Studio Xanadu in Florida. Gas is $1 a gallon cheaper. There's no uh, Democrat scumbag tax, apparently, down here. Uh, the costs are much better. Well, Sean, when you're back in town, I'm going to come by for a cigar, buddy. And it's going to be on me for you and your friends. Listen, thank you so much for taking the time. Tell your wife we all wish her the best of luck. We're going to be praying for her. And give us a call, and we, I want to know how much, how much she weighs the whole nine yards. Little picture. Absolutely, Sean. Honey Bunny, take his email. Uh, let him send a picture. I want to see the baby. Thank you very much, Michael. You know, I was on the plane today, and uh, I, got, it took a, I had to get to the airport at like 4.30 in the morning. And we get on, and right behind me, this kid is crying. And, you know, I had the earplugs in it. You know, you put them in. But I was laughing because I remember being that guy with the baby crying and you're praying. That's when you bring Benadryl. You put them on a little drip. Next thing you know, they sleep. It's fine. Everything turns out fine. They just get a little uh, moody around 14. Ron, Countryside. Hello? Hi, Ron. How you doing? Splendid. I was just going to say that, you know, uh, I think the administration has figured out just sending someone out there to cover the press conferences, that is low intelligence, you know, you can't go anywhere else for the answer. They just think it's great. I think, Instead of having well, to answer something. You know what else, Ron? Look around. I mean, we grew up in the, in, in the greatest example of Democrat corruption and failure. The Democrat voter has no standards. They'll tolerate any kind of loss, any kind of incompetence, any kind of corruption, as long as they feel they're being paid off to do so. So you can pretty much pass anything past the Democrat voting roach. They'll continue to vote Democrat. Because you look at these idiots, just look at them. And now they're giving you the, I don't know what to do. As, as kids are being born into an America where the economy and the quality of life and the liberty and freedom and the principles of it are gone. Gone. That's the aggravating part. And that's why, to me, yes, Ron, sir. Convention of the States.
You take the states and the cities you already ruined. Us good people will go to the good ones. Thank you very much, Ron. That's, that's the only conclusion you can come to because there are no standards. In fact, this is something. I'll, I'll take your calls. Let me do this, and then I'll go to what's aggravating me. Don Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, I know it's all bad news. The economy's bad. Gas is up 45 cents in the last week. But the good news is Lori Lightfoot's running again for mayor. And despite what she says, despite what anybody says, 37 people shot over the weekend. Crime is going down in Chicago. Oh, was it 37? (laughs) I knew I had had the over. I I had the number 30. I thought it was a push. All right, 37 (laughs) is fine. And And you know something? This is the audacity that these idiots have. Anybody with dignity... Not only would not run, thank God they're not Japanese. They'd have to have to show you what Harry carries more than a restaurant. But they have no dignity. They have no They'd standards. Hide. They have the audacity of ignorance and bald face corruption. Bald face has a new meaning. I think she shaves her head to look male pattern baldness. There's no way they can induce that through surgery. She wants to look like an old aging detective who's a man. She still can't write her name in the snow, though, no matter how much she claims she's, hers is bigger than the Italians. I don't think so, Don. Thank you very much. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. And uh, I like your Moses impersonation. Let my people go, too. Let my people go. It was more of an Edward G. Robinson, but okay. We'll go with that. Yeah. Hey, here's what I want to say. So the other day I mentioned about that Peter Navarro, but here's the thing. You know when it's uh, um, minorities or even gang members or illegals, man, you got to have kid gloves. You can't. like they, they, The Chicago police, they can't have their guns out because it's mm-hmm. threatening. They can't. Do this. It's all like this. But then they come after Trump people. Whenever it's Trump, whenever it's somebody that supported Trump. Sure. Well, the, a, the Department of Homeland Security, <laughs> that that fraud organization, which, by the way, is an absolute fraud organization that was started by a Republican. Once again, you were you were wrecked by a Republican scumbag. And now you've got a, what? How many thousands of morons? The budgets are billions. And they're telling you, ooh, it's going to be a violent summer. Why? Because the baby murdering scum, Democrats, pro-abortion rats, they are gonna, they're threatening violence and chaos and mayhem. So do something about it, because that's the insurrection. Not a bunch of meandering fat guys breaking stuff in the Capitol. That's vandalism. There's a difference. Of course, there was an excuse to shoot a veteran named Ashley Babbitt because she voted for Trump. All the rest of it didn't matter. She was a woman. She was 120 pounds. She was unarmed. She was coming through a window. And the cowardly Democrat scum shot her in the neck. And the Democrats gave her an award for it. That's why in my neighborhood, when the criminals come around, we have bear traps in the garage. We don't call the police. Their mothers do when they're missing. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. It's the obvious misuse of department agencies proving themselves to be apparatchiks to a corrupt government that I enjoy. I enjoy when they show me who they are. I really do. Department of Homeland Security. They're worried about the baby murderers and that they're going to create turmoil. But they're not worried about the thousands upon thousands, 16,000 a day. We don't even know how many. Crossing the border, the mayhem, the calamity. The drug dealing, the sex trap. They're not worried at all about that. They're worried about this because this is a headline news. Because they're all Democrats. The Department of Homeland Security is riddled with political apparatchiks. These are people who knew somebody, who knew somebody, who knew somebody. 
and got their moron cousin a job, the one who sits at Thanksgiving with a cork on his fork so he doesn't poke his eye out. They give him a badge and a gun. They tell him, you're Homeland Security. These are the morons. And they're appointed positions, and they're good at nothing. Kind of like the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission. They're the ones who allowed not just Bernie Madoff, investigated 30 years Bernie Madoff running a Ponzi scheme. They're the same idiots who allowed Enron and the political corruption therein because they're apparatchiks. They protect that political corruption. Now, Nancy Pelosi's husband wraps his $240,000 Porsche, drunk, gets in a car accident, gets out of the DUI. That's expected in a Democrat mafia state. Just like Ed Burke, where we pretend he's going to trial. I got an update. That that 90-year-old man isn't going anywhere, but here, the news is going to make you feel like it is. Another step forward in the racketeering trial against 14th Ward Alderman Ed Burke. A judge today denied a motion by his attorneys to toss out some of the evidence and some of the charges. Burke was indicted more than three years ago, but the trial isn't expected to start until next month because of a pandemic backlog. Yeah. Now, what I like about this is during the during During the so-called news story, he's got his fedora on, his jacket like a gangster from the 30s, and he's getting into a squad car with his security detail. That's the most successful gangster in Chicago history. It isn't Al Capone. Al Capone didn't end so well. Burke will never see a date, just like Mike Madigan. But the SEC allows these kind of criminals to amass fortunes. Now, the argument between Nancy Pelosi... Is is she worth $191 million, the way the Democrats claim, or is she worth $500 million, the way I claim? But I factor in her real estate holdings, and I also factor in her trading portfolio, which is far more successful than anybody you're going to watch on any business channel, than anybody I'm going to get on. Far more successful than the honest men who partake in investing. And the SEC today is, is, is announcing a shakeup expected to face heavy opposition because they're making it harder for you to put your trades in through Ameritrade, through J.P. Morgan, whatever whatever organization you use. If you're not an accredited trader, they don't want you to have a personal account. The SEC is crushing the little guy like squirrel hands. Now, we talk about investments. I tell squirrel hands, buy a stock here, buy a stock there. The SEC doesn't like that. Because he's an ordinary man. The SEC has never bothered Paul Pelosi, has never bothered Nancy Pelosi, or any other Democrat scum who's never worked a day in their rat bastard life and is worth hundreds of millions. Welcome back. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi back in the spotlight because of her stock trades. The lawmaker disclosed her husband, Paul Pelosi, purchased options to buy up between $750,000 and $1.5 million worth of Apple stock and up to $600,000 in Microsoft stock last month. The news coming just months after the speaker signaled that she may be willing to advance a bill to ban individual stock trading by lawmakers. Uh, She had previously shot down the idea, claiming it's unfair to exclude lawmakers from playing the market. But that was really disingenuous, Dagan, because nobody is telling her to not have access to the stock market. Like most of us who may have uh, access to inside information, uh, there are indexes to buy or exchange traded funds or mutual funds. Now, he does. These are option plays. One million dollars on an option, which means if it doesn't hit his number. It's worthless. Vast majority of options expire worthless. Used to be 90%. $1 million for Apple, 
600000 for Microsoft. And they got the contract from the government. That, ladies and gentlemen, is insider trading. Illegal by every sense of the word right. And he gets away with it, like he did with his DUI. And in the meantime, if my guy Squirrel Hands wants to start to nest away a little portfolio for himself, the SEC says, uh-uh, no, no, you don't get to do it. Now, do you see the kind of corruption that not only this government partakes in, but legalizes through its enforcement agencies, through its Gestapo? And that's what it is. This is the Fourth Reich. Now, let's have Matthew McConaughey tell me about gun laws. Tell me, pretty boy, what do you think you know, you moron bastard? Because no one's going to look into this, but maybe a couple news outlets. Rather than buying individual stocks. So she's disingenuous when she comes out with this idea that it's unfair that lawmakers shouldn't invest in the stock market. Your reaction? I, I don't think she even cares about the appearance of impropriety. Why would she care? Half a billion dollars. She's the speaker of the fracking house. She flies back and forth and back and forth, all private. She's got more money than you'll ever even look at. And I say that begrudgingly because listening to this show are entrepreneurs and capitalists who are worth tens, if not hundreds of millions, not just Gary Rabine, the rest of it. And unless you're a front-running scumbag like Ken Griffin from Citadel and you buy yourself a corrupt political whore mayor in Aurora and run him for governor, you're not going to get in on this scam either. The, anymore that she I, I've said this before, but this woman is so out of touch. She thinks the Golden Corral is a chain of jewelry stores in Texas. She these aren't even stocks. These are options trades. And to your point, Maria, I have never ever since I started working as a financial journalist almost 30 years ago, I've never owned individual stocks. I've always owned mutual funds or exchange. I mean, the SEC should definitely investigate anybody that buys $1 million on an option of a stock. I mean, I don't know if I'm explaining this properly. They have a probability of going bankrupt unless they have inside information. Then the gains they make are tremendous because you don't have to come up with the stock per stock cost. You're gambling on its activity. So you put in a fraction of the stock, but for that million dollars, he doesn't get a million dollars worth of stock. He gets... 15 million worth of stock, 20 million, depending on what strike price he paid. And then when it hits that price, you're going to Sizzler, baby. Now, this is something guys who chart for a living, guys who digest information like a computer, this is something they partake in. Or the company itself that wants to hedge against loss, or pension funds that have massive amounts of this stock and they want to hedge against loss. But this is how politicians make fortunes, and it's a crime. It's an outright crime, and he's going to get away with it like he did when he wrapped his $200,000 Porsche around God knows what, and we don't even know what the hell the accident was. And he walks like he was Ed Burke on a Friday night at the Viagra Triangle with a pocket full of Viagra and a $30 whore on his arm pretending she's 700 as he goes home to the wife right afterwards with lipstick on his belt buckle. I notice when I come home in the evening, she ain't got nothing nice to say to me. You know, I used to be a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Do you know that, Squirrel? I said, no. It's true. I never felt worse about an achievement in my life. It's another crime organization that allows criminal behavior when you're connected. It's like Chicago. 
Ed Burke under indictment, getting in a squad car. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Moron. You know, I think Lori Lightfoot has lipstick on her belt buckle, too. What do you think? I think it's probably a good bet. David, West Chicago. Hey, Sean. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, I, I, I hate to correct you, but uh, some time ago I, I had seen where uh, good old Nancy Pelosi, uh, she doesn't fly in a private jet back and forth from California to D.C. Uh, it's on an Air Force plane, and the taxpayers are paying for it. Well, the New York Post, February 22nd, if memory serves me, released an article that I read, and I was livid from October of 2020, when everything was shut down, to yeah. February of 2022. She spent half a million dollars in private jets. You can look up the article yeah, yourself. Th- half a million well, bucks. That- Okay, but did yeah. they specifically state that was from uh, California to D.C., or was that just her other uh, they just said that She She likes private jets, and she likes when the bar cart is stuffed and packed so her drunk oh, ass God. can be intoxicated <laughs> like she is at the Capitol. And then they have to tell Absolutely. her throughout the flight, get off the table, Nancy, you drunk. Thank you very much, David. <laughs> Appreciate it. Al and Rosemont. Oh, it's awesome to hear you again, and we're always listening to you. Uh, I, I think I figured something out about this, uh, the carjackings. I know this might be off-brand, but I had to run it by you. All right, I think um, I know where you're going, I but I'm going to let you get it out. This is pent-up demand of, of push by Jesse White. Uh, he made it, He's made it so tough for a child to get a driver's license, a man from 18 to 45 to get an African-American man to get a driver's license in this state. But he'll give somebody who comes over here with a piece of paper a driver's license tomorrow to go bump on your car on the road. Al, I we thought you were going to go, I thought you were gonna go to be- for a working man to buy gas. You're better off stealing the damn car, nope. hoping it has gas in it. This is, I, when, I want, when I was a child, I wanted to drive. Yeah. That's the thing. I wanted to drive to great America. And I know this is kind of dumbing it down. I try to no, run it by fine. my friends. Yeah. But I, I feel this This is about Jesse White. Jesse White is a step infection. He's been like that for 20 years. He's hurt his people in Chicago more than anybody. I, they, all hurt your, they all hurt their people. They hurt, And you know what they got to learn is we're all their people. And the policies they make destroy the quality of lives of all of us, except those on the inside. And those that can afford this kind of corruption. You know, think about it. You're exactly right. When I, I took off of school, I had my cousin drive me on my 16th birthday because before that I was stealing my grandmother's 75 Coupe de Ville from the time I was in eighth grade. But, uh, you know, when you think about it, why should it be difficult for kids to get a license if they can pass a test? I agree with you. I liked it. Thank you very much, Al. Not to mention the, uh, the cost of gas. You know, Squirrel, I used to load trucks. You know, I, I mean, granted, it was a million years ago. The, 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 the minimum, I, I think I made $4 an hour, $3 an hour. Kids today, you, you, you fill up your car, it's $75. It's preposterous. And that's just your car. And when you get to where you're going, because the trucks that drove it there had to pay massive increase, everything's expensive. And they have the audacity. I don't know. I don't know what happened. CJ, Elk Grove Village. Hey, Sean, how are you today? Wonderful. Good. Uh, just calling in about Paul Pelosi. And, you know, I mean, it's pretty obvious what Paul does over the past few years is their net worth has nearly doubled. And you look at all these options that are obviously the correct strike price and the right timing in these specific companies. So pretty interesting that he's become the best trader in the past few years. How can but they not prosecute, look- CJ? I mean, I'm no that doubt. serious. 
And I think what we need to look at, too, is, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, you follow unusual whales on Twitter, and you'll see conservatives and Repu- or Republicans, better branded, do making the same kind of trades, and, you know, they're lower profile. So I think the bigger picture to look at is what got us to this point to where a, a congressperson's husband can go double their net worth from $150 million to $300 million in two years. And that's not capitalism. That's corporatism. That's and, corporatism. and people conflate the two a lot. And I think what we need to look at in our structure is, why are we allowing corporatism to come in so much? And why are these people even voting on these things that can swing Microsoft $20 billion in a day? I mean, it's insane that they even have the power to decide something like that. CJ, I have a theory. When history does the autopsy on what broke America, it will, and I'm dead serious about this, it will fall on George Bush's sh- shoulders when he, when he authenticated corporatism by saying we have to break the rules of capitalism in order to save it. He meant bastardize it. And CJ, that scumbag is cheered by some Republicans. Don't, Thank you very much. Don't, don't forget about the Medicare Modernization Act. Uh, very good. Yeah, we could go all the way back to FDR as well. Thank you very much, CJ. I love this. See, this is what radio is supposed to be. I'll be back after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Somebody used to ask, where's the Republican? Apparently they're running against Tammy Duckworth. I believe we have eight of them. They all seem like wonderful guys. Very excited, and and girls. Very excited to uh, get to know Jimmy Lee Tillman. Jimmy Lee Tillman, uh, I'm more interested in his background. Jimmy, how are you? I'm fine, Sean Thompson. Thank you for having me on your show. I know you probably have all my my competitors on already. No, no, no. In fact, I just got a call today from somebody who wants to come on. No, we didn't have we didn't have a lot of guys on. I think I've had three, two or three. Um, Well, what I'm trying to say is, it's not like a competition. It's an audition, and we have a very cordial relationship. Now, we really try to stop one person. Really, it's not Tammy Duckworth. It's really Powerhouse Salvi and his wife Kathy Salvi, who was buying up everything. But before we get to that. We can talk about my background that was interesting so much. But for your audience to know, I am the number one vote getter, Republican vote getter in Cook County. Just for the record, I am the number one vote getter in Cook County. And there are seven people in the race. Really, by the mathematics, I should come out this primary as the nominee because, you know, it comes down to numbers. And, you know, when I ran for Congress, I had 95,000. When I ran for Water Reclamation Commission, which was for the whole county, I came up with 179,000, you know, so between yeah. Cook and Will, I can get you about 200,000 votes in well, a race is, of seven. This is good news, but, you know, here's the thing, and I mean this sincerely. Go ahead. You hear me, I am more disgusted with the traitors who pretend to have my philosophy than I am with the know-nothing, corrupt Marxist mafia members. And what, I, <laughs> what, what we have a problem here in Illinois is, Right. We have con artists who come up and they say, oh, no, 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 I'm for America. I'm for liberty and freedom. In fact, you have one that's a congressman right now, Adam Kinzinger. I remember when this kid came out 
with his jumpsuit on. He was a Tea Party member. He believed in the principles of Americanism. And you look at this rat bastard now, and he's indistinguishable from uh, 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 Jerry Nadler, except he's about 250 pounds lighter. Other than that, they share the same corrupt mafia philosophy. That's what I'm trying yeah, to avoid. That's true. You know, so well, that's true. You grew that's up true. in the sewer of corruption like me. This is right. where clout is, becomes a word that toddlers know. You got the clout, you get the cheese, you get it done. Inside contracts, bull dung, ghost jobs, and all the rest mm-hmm. of the skullduggery that tore down a once great city and a once great state. So what I want to do is tell the people, regardless of all the other people running, what is the philosophy and principles of Jimmy Lee Tillman II? Which, by the way, if you don't win, you got to open up one of those bluegrass bands because I love the name. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. First of all, thank you for having me on. Um, well, I like to say I'm the most conservative person that's running in this whole ticket, on the whole ticket, up and down. I'm a member of the Heritage Foundation. I'm a Sentinel, and I'm a fellow at the Academy. I'm also um, a member of Black Voices with Trump. I'm also um, associated with American First Policy. Now, what people don't realize, American First Policy was the best policy for the Black community. As a matter of fact, I'm running on American First Policy because it's my Black agenda. You know, people understand 5.3 unemployment was way better than 7.8 that Joe Biden got to stand. It's 10.8 in the state. But if you want to go on my philosophy, it's straight conservative. It's faith, family, and freedom. If a lot of people don't really want to check out the background on me, they can Google Jimmy Lee Tillman. And you see that I've always been fighting on the front line for faith, family, and freedom. I was on the front line fighting J.D. Prisker um, and the mayor when they closed the churches down. I was on the forefront for that. You know, um, can, can I ask you a question? Go, go ahead, I, sir. Go I, ahead. I don't get it. You know, I don't get a chance to have these kind of conversations unless I talk to somebody I went to high school with anymore. And I mean this sincerely. I don't understand. I don't understand why in the year 2022 in America, we Uh are still talking like it's 1938. I don't really care what color anybody is. I never did. And I mean this. Why is it that 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 people of of color, minorities, just give away their freedom to a party? And to a, a scheme, into a political scheme that has damaged them horrifically. That's the only way you could, you could, you know, explain the calamity of these areas that are ruled by Democrats, the quality of life, the stupefaction of the children, and the low standards of morals. And, you know, I, I'm not, listen, you know, this is my mother-in-law gave me a big lecture. You've got to talk more. I'm not a religious guy. I don't need religion. To go on well, what's best for you. people. No, I you know got what I mean? you. I got you. No, I got you. I feel you. I feel you. And I feel the tightrope you're walking, trying to keep it real. Okay? Right. Let me give it to you 100%. I'm a historian. Okay? That's my thing by Trey. I'm a publisher. I got a book called Tillman Family. Tillman's Handbook on Great Black American Patriots. It talks about the history of black Americans in this great country. You know, now we want to deal with racism. We want to look at the black community. Let's go back to a president that no one talks about, Lyndon Johnson. The quote from Lyndon Johnson when he signed the Civil Rights Bill that was overwhelmingly approved by Republican Congress and Senate, which gave a lot of black folks a little more um, breathing room. He said he signed the party. He signed the party over to Democrats for a generation. 
It's usually 50 years in a generation. The generation really ended after Barack Obama became president. Right then, Jimmy Lee Tillman II formed the Martin Luther King Republicans, a place where who felt slighted by the party can come on over. And we formed it in a Trump hotel right up the day that Barack Obama was being inaugurated in Grand Park. Me and my college friends were in the Trump hotel. We formed the Martin Luther King Republicans just for this little soft space in 2008. Now, the deal is this. Now, in every urban city, you got to see the, the Southern strategy that the Democratic Party has been played. We can go all the way back when we won the war, when the Republican Party won the Civil War, when Grant and his boys went down and freed everybody. The Democratic Party from then took a licking, a butt kicking. And from that point on, they've been trying to get their wounds healed. It's a Southern strategy. They've always been against the Constitution. So what they want to do, they have stripped the black American community from the Constitution. That's one part. Now, we do that later, but let me go on. We want to deal with what's happening now while everybody's black vote here, there, this, that, and other. Let's I'm from Chicago, right? Now, in Chicago, we had the great Harold Washington. He became mayor of the city. Now, at that point in time, you had something what they call black political empowerment. So you had a lot of black people at one time feeling oppressed and feeling shut out of the game. So new life under the Democratic Party, you had it in Cleveland, you had it in New Jersey, you had it in Detroit, you had it all over these little urban cities where they finally feel like, well, we got some power leadership. And that's what the Democratic Party did. Now, it was good for, let's say, about mm, six to eight years. For a second, you had, you know, blacks engaging in it. You had blacks studying the Constitution. And then the rug got pulled from under them. The reason why I formed the Martin Luther King Republicans because I realized that when Barack Obama got elected, that all the shams, all the, you pull the curtains, you can see the wizard, it was all over. I felt that the Democratic Party was going to tell the black community, hey, we gave you Barack Obama. What you want now, we don't need to do nothing for you. As a matter of fact, it's happening now. They pushed the black community away. They deal with illegal immigrants. They deal with all these immigrants. They deal with all the illegals, all the things, all... So we formed Martin Luther King Republicans because we are American. And what the Democratic Party has done thus far as for the war. Now, this is a transgender election right here. This lesson will transcend everything because the black community across America is upset. Not just I, only black Republicans. What I'm saying is you have 5.3 unemployment just 23 months ago. You have the lowest unemployment in history. You see, under the American first policy, let me tell you something. In your lifetime, Mr. Sean Thompson, in your mama lifetime, and his grandmother, you cannot. The party has gave to the black community that raised them up, except under Donald I, Trump. That's this all. is this you is the kind of this it. is the kind of winning that's undeniable. And what I want to know is, are there enough people upset about the losing that they're accustomed to? In these Democrat stronghold sewers, where the good people are victimized, the predators are protected by the government, the criminals are let out on the street, and it is absolute may. I mean, how much losing has to happen for the community of everybody? Forget about it. I don't care what you are. The community of everybody say, I had enough of this losing. You think we're at that boiling point? Well, I feel it now because I elevated my, my sacrifice, like I like to say it. I put my family name, the Tillman, on the line in the Republican Party 
proven that the Republican Party is not a racist party. And that is true, seeing that I travel all these, I ain't gonna say all the counties, I'm down in Bond, I'm down mm-hmm. in Shelby, I'm in Macon, I'm in, um, I'm in Morgan, I, I, I'm, in, I'm in Whiteside, I, I'm mm-hmm. in Joe Davies, right? I'm up and down. And I'm gonna tell you, no joke, everybody, living in Cook County, many parts of Will, in little areas, you would think that the Republican Party is racist. Even me as a Republican, who run as Republican, I can kind of sense it until I got out for county. So I went down to the lower 80s, the lower 57s, the lower 20s. I realized, Lord have mercy. We have the same thing in common. Yeah. What's going on here is the, I like to call it the Hillary Clinton wing of the, of the Republican Party is stifling growth. Now, I got in this game in 2010 to prove to my community that the Republican Party was not the party of their grandparents. I don't get a lot of support. I don't cry over spilled milk. When I first ran for Republican as an office, Cook County Water Reclamation Commission, just the top three people get the little slot. It's nothing hard. I wanted to put it on the line. It has nothing to do with issues. It was just to send a message to the black community that the Republican Party was open. I, in the primary, they looked at me, uh, just like everybody looking at Democrats that come in the race. Oh, uh, he's a Democrat. You know, he's a Democrat. You know, he's a Democrat. It's that another. No. My opponent is only two running. He got 80,000. I got 76,000. So I realized, oh. oh, they hit me hard. So no. I realized the party just playing games because they didn't want to show in roads. What did I do? I flipped votes. I showed the Demo- I showed the black community that just followed me for a minute. And at the end of the day, I walked away with 179,000 votes. And my guy who went with me got stuck at 80,000 votes. He didn't move. So I said, okay. I felt that the black community was ready. So I looked all around and I realized, okay, at that time, the Republicans were about to take charge of the Congress. So I said, we need balance on both sides of the South. My argument for black community, we need balance on both sides. So I'm running for Congress. I was going for Bobby Rush. No backing. I went from I went from sixty thousand to seventy thousand to ninety five thousand in twenty eighteen. Twenty twenty, I was frightening because I'm mega now. I'm mega all the way. So that's scaring the Republican Party in I like to call it the Hillary Clinton wing of the Republican Party. So that's so what they do. So they're not helping you again? Are they not helping you listen, this time again? I don't even listen. I don't even care because oh, it's right here. Mega has no color. See, what they want everybody to think, Mega is a colorblind. Mega has no color. A Mega first policy raised all boats with not nobody feeling left behind. 5.3, police reform, criminal arm, crack cocaine, justice. I mean, people who got locked up under the Joe Biden criminal crime act got let out under Donald Trump. Black college funding. We got everything that we was asking for under the Clinton administration when Bill Clinton was the president that we was crying for in the 90s. Trump cleared it. He cleared it. And not one part of white America was saying, ah, you're playing me off. White, nobody felt left behind. Nobody. You see? So right now, you got people saying right now, look at my gas, there's no baby food on the shelves. Yeah. Matter of fact, my grandmother right now can't, can't, is choosing between medicine, gas, food, and rent. What am I going to do within 20, within 20, 92 years, within 18 months? 
Normally, it takes two years for the other guy policy to hit you. In the black community, it hit overnight. Yeah. Overnight. So you're you going to bring back success. I like that. That's the point of the matter is, see, my deal is this. I'm going up and down. Cook County better watch out because they're trying to hold everything back. I'm in Bond. I'm in Boone. I'm in every down up in here. And they, with my black agenda, I've got my black agenda. My black agenda is the American first agenda. And who's complaining about that? No one. You yeah. see, but the party is trying to hold that back. You know, I like to call it deep space salary. You know, everybody at Tabby Duckworth sometimes because really, there's seven people in the race. I should come out this race. Yeah. But mega, they try to keep it quiet. Well, Jimmy, we got less I than a month. I want to, I, I, I got to go on a break. Go I went long, but just tell the people go where ahead. they can go to, to, to communicate with you, to support you. What's the name of your site? Well, listen, the name of my site is Jimmy Lee 2 DC.com. That's Jimmy Lee, the number two DC, but everybody check us out at the Martin Luther King Republicans.com. And you can see how we've been fighting for you. But I also have a book that can show you how America was not racist because they want to tell you that we was racist, but Dennis Wheatley, who encouraged George Washington to keep up the fight when he's almost quit. And Christmas Addicts, the first George Floyd, when his whole country with the war fought, two black people that this country was founded on. How can they say we're founded on racism? TimothFamilyPress.com. You go to Timothy's hand book and check that out. Sean, I loved having you on. I really appreciate it, Jimmy Lee. I wish you the best of luck. Jimmy Lee Tillman the second. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. I love this bar. It's my kind of place. Yeah. 4.30 in the morning. Just Get on the plane. I got to admit, hitting the wall a little bit. But this is the first thing I heard this morning. Right behind my seat. You know something? As annoying as this is, it's not half as annoying as this. They say I'm tough. Today, Mayor Lightfoot doubled down. They say I get angry. You know what I say? They're absolutely right. Breaking now, she's running. I don't know who they are. Because uh, you should be coming on there saying, they say I look ridiculous. They say I pretend to be a man. They say if I got ear slapped, I'd cry like a girl. That's what they should be doing. In the meantime, is anybody distracted by her latest fraud her latest scam is anybody to solve crimes like those machete robberies the city will soon shell out some big bucks to neighbors and businesses that invest in security cameras and other devices to protect their property cbs now aside from the fact that the sewer of chicago is bankrupt broke they don't have any money they're just borrowing from a money bundler that's going to throw a fundraiser so idiots like this keep borrowing and the people keep paying four times the interest they should be paying. That's the scam. But then it's going to go to Democrat roaches, people who vote Democrat. And some of those people shouldn't even be in the houses. I say the over-under on how much of this money is actually spent on cameras versus stolen, I say it's 60%. 
Well, this homeowner tells me she renovated her Chatham property and was excited to sell it. But she says a stranger moved right in. The homeowner tells me she called police, but they say there isn't much they can do. I want you to think about this. She bought a house. She was going to be a landlord. She rehabbed the house and a scumbag moved in. No lease, no money, nothing to her. Yell Cruz says she was proud when she bought this home. Now she can barely stand to look at it. It just brings back nothing but bad energy for me. Last month, she says a contractor came by to repair her vacant Chatham home when he noticed someone was inside and all of the locks were changed. We honestly thought that he was joking. So we show up with the cops and there's a young woman in there with all of her belongings. Cruz says the woman told police she saw an ad for the home online, signed a month-to-month lease with the so-called landlord and paid $8,000 up front. Now, none of that's provable, but what that is, is is a great crime. And this goes on more than anybody wants to talk about in that sewer of Chicago. It's, a, it, it's an occupancy fraud. And all you have to do is show a lease. And the policeman can do nothing. But now do they get money to put security cameras on a house they don't pay for or don't own? I mean, what exactly is the, is the safety principles of who's going to get this money, where the money goes for, and how the people who front the money, how do the actual citizens get it back? Is anybody interested in these little details? But I guess all you have to do is dress like a fella, pretend to be an angry man, and never get ear slapped to show you're just a whiny little incompetent bra female. Within the last hour, Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced her bid to stay on City Hall's fifth floor in this new video released on YouTube. Lightfoot kicked off her re-election campaign for the 2023 mayoral race. The clip paints her as a fighter against corruption and crime in her first term and a tough leader throughout the pandemic. The mayor currently faces five challengers for Chicago's top job. Anybody want to bet she's going to be there? She's going to win handily in the sewer of corruption. Not even a chance she's going to lose. Greg LaGrange. Um, yeah, she's going to lose. Um, you think she's going to lose? And Yeah, I think she's going to lose. I bet you it's a guy. Um, you're on. All right. Um, the thing I don't get is uh, it, <laughs> running on crime. you got to be kidding me. It's exploded under her. Uh, the thing about this camera and stuff and cameras, why don't you, why are you taking taxpayer money to give away to people? And we know the grift is there. There's going to be people with their hands in their pot all over the place to put in motion to detect their lights and folk and full security devices, which aren't going to do anything to guys that want to stalk women. Um, they need they need the right to carry handguns to protect themselves. But why don't you use that money that you're going to give away, stolen from the taxpayer, let's call it what it is, and why don't you allocate it to your police department? And why don't you allocate it to your city and say, we're tired of putting our police behind the proverbial, uh, you know, curtain here and yeah. putting handcuffs on them. And we're going to have them go out and crack down on the crime that's happening in the city. And, oh, by the way, because we're this gonna push is to get, a... we're going to push to get the prosecutor to move and yeah. get things done. Otherwise, we'll move to get them out. This is a <laughs> political talking point that this idiot can act like she's actually doing something. And all of the nuances and all of the corruption and all of the failures and fraud, it's irrelevant to the Lori Lightfoot, to the Democrat voter in general. Because they have never thought about the ways in which this will be frauded. Now, in my neighborhood, in Elmwood Park, where I visit occasionally, 
the mayor did something similar, but what he did was cap it, and you have to have it installed yourself. You have had to pay for it. You bring the evidence there. They send the guy out. Then they give you, I think it's a half or 500 bucks cap. That's the most they give you. This is just thousands of dollars to anybody in a residence. You don't have to be the homeowner. You could be the renter. You could be, you could be like the scumbag that stole the girl's property. And you're going to get this. None of this has any thought because none of them have any thought. They're swindlers. They put lipstick on the pig. And here's the thing, Greg. You're buying me a cigar after she wins. Chuck and Dullivan, she's not 180. She's not a lady. Hey, well, I'm here to tell you I'm announcing my candidacy for U.S. District 1. I was was, uh, uh, called by the uh, Wisconsin's Election Commission, and they said I had enough signatures. I am on the ballot, and it's called the going away party. Because when I get in there, everybody's going away. I love it. I love it. You are on the ballot. Chuck from Dullivan, the man who looks like Santa Claus and still has soup in his beard from last Tuesday, is running. Correct. Could be a senator in Wisconsin. And my age for Congress, U.S. Congress. And I have still to this time, somebody just told me, they go, hey, you got egg in your beard from breakfast. Yep, I'm running. Yep, I'm right. <laughs> I love this. All right, you have my full support. What is it? It is. It is. Uh, a, what is it? District one, area one. It should be called area, like area fifty one. Where is it? No, it's it's, uh, it's district one. It goes from Kenosha all the way to the Rock River, and from the state line all the way to Waukesha. Now, you as a congressman, could you put barriers for our own fat bastard governor as he goes into Gordon's, or where, where is it called, Gordy's, and eats those uh, the yeah, buffalo I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. I'm going to put a perimeter-sized fence that would look like they would have on the border down in Mexico Build the wall. around his farm. Build the wall, I'm keep the, the Chicago wall Democrats. Be- you see, I'm giving you taglines here to run. Build the wall, keep the Chicago Democrats out of Wisconsin. What do you think? That's exactly correct. Build the wall. Yep. Chuck from Dullivan. That's Keep that fat bastard Pritzker the... out of Gordy's. He keeps eating my, my roast beef fries or whatever the hell that fat slobby. That, that, I like it. Daddy goes, Daddy goes to Mars and he eats my ribs. I don't Daddy like eats it. the ribs. Oh, that fat slob. He yeah. eats ribs over at Mars. Plus, you know what? He tips big. The waitresses are tired. they got to constantly be bringing that fat bastard food and drink. You know, it's not good for anybody in Wisconsin. Build the wall. Keep Pritzker's fat ass out of Wisconsin. I like it, Chuck. I say you run away. Keep him off the the beach in Fontana because the last time he was out there on the beach, everybody was pushing him back in. They thought they were trying to save a beast whale. Yeah, sure. I like that. And then... Here, you could run like like the guy from Sesame Street, Oscar the Grouch. You run in a garbage can with the beard come out, and you say, "I'm keeping those scumbags oh, yeah. in Illinois out." I like this. We could we could have fun with this. You stay in touch, oh. and we'll help you any way we can. I love that. The best congressman in Wisconsin ever saw. Did you ever take a look at their governor? Looks like Orville Redenbacher on meth. Evers, I say Chuck from Dullivan's big big winner. He'll do better than Adam Kinzinger. That's for damn sure. Michael on the south side. Sean, thank you for taking my call. I hope you and your loved ones are well. Thank you. Me too. I hope you're doing yeah. well. Oh, thanks. It's great. I uh, remember when Le- Mayor Lifewood talked about having the biggest one in Chicago. Yeah, I still, you know, I was, I wanted to go. I like making lunch money for free, but go ahead. I think she's right. <laughs> I, 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 so, right. so you think about it. I mean, steel sized cojones. 
Yeah. Um, she can lie with such ease without flinching that it takes a certain, um, you know, yeah. gift to yeah. pull off that act. I mean, she can lie about her crime fighting abilities. She can lie about her leadership abilities. She can lie about the casino, yada, yada, yada. But, Michael, those poor, 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 poor wives of the Irish gangsters know this all too well. Ignorance, arrogance, and a good line of bull dung does not put the meat in the bun. You follow what I'm saying there? All of them are walking around with that sexually frustrated looks. Now, you drive through any area where there's a high concentration of Italian men, Norwegian men, and you look at the looks on the wives' faces. Most of the husbands don't work, yet the women are walking around on clouds. She went a little too far when she said it's bigger than the Italians. I say it isn't. Thank you very much, Michael. Proof is in the pudding. Drew Naperville. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. I think you're missing the Democrat the, the Democrat playbook on this uh, alarm system stuff. All right. I would love to... I would love to know what the agreement is that you have to sign in order to get reimbursed and how they're going to crawl into your cameras in your bedroom. And number two is I wonder what the licensing fee is going to be on an annual basis after the city reimburses you. Oh, I like now that. you're it's on diabolical. the hook with the city. And I would like to see who the agent is that's brokering the sale of all of the camera equipment. Something tells me oh, that's you, a Democrat campaign contributor. You know, you know, it has to be a list of specific contractors. It's not just anybody. Oh yeah, and they all have to be bought from Bezos on Amazon because he bought the ring, and then he has his knockoff product made in China by slaves. I think it's perfect. You know, I like the way you think, Drew. Very good, very good. Best thinkers in talk radio. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Johnny, you're next. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Right, and if you're looking to get away this summer, Chula Vista Resorts in Wisconsin Dells is the perfect family vacation. AM560 is giving away two-night stay in their two-bedroom condo, along with $50 in dining certificates. It's a $1,500 value. For more information or to enter to win, go to 560theanswer.com, keyword Dells. That's 560theanswer.com, keyword Dells. Now, Johnny in Chicago. Sean, love you, brother. Love you right back, babe. Sean, my my sister just came back from Armenia. The guest was under $1. I think she said something like 50 or 75 cents. I'm sure they get it from, from Putin. How the heck? There's sort of... Somebody needs... I need somebody to explain this to me. How the heck they're getting it for under $1? We're getting it for 6 And you want to know the real, the real shame of, the, of it all? We have been fighting a war for the Saudis in Yemen. Our bombs, our guy, the whole nine yards, fighting a war with these inbred Saudis who have been giving Joe Biden the finger for five months. OPEC, we could cripple them. We made the company, Aramco, the most valuable company on the planet. Joe Biden did that. Because when Trump was in yep. office, when he allowed our companies to pull the oil out, they couldn't make a profit. When oil was under $40, people had no idea what a blessing that was to them. 
And they, you want me Absolutely. to believe that 81 million people voted for exactly what we all knew would happen if you elected this wrinkled-ass old corrupt bastard? I don't, I don't think so, Johnny. Exactly. But here's the other thing. When no. life gets better in Armenia, when life gets better in these other countries that most people left, and the corruption here upticks and the failure upticks, you have to make a decision. Is it better to go back to these countries right. where your quality of life is better or stay here as America collapses? That's the question. John, you. your yeah. words ring in my ear ever since you said get out of Chicago, but I can't do it right now because my job's right here. So 90% of my family is in the someday. same boat. But here's what you do, John. You plot and you plan and you make it You're so right. your kids don't have to do that because that's what your job is. I agree Thank with you. Thank you, brother. Good luck to you. Thank you, John. Thank you, brother. Anytime you want to visit, you let me know. You let Honey Bunny know. We go for a walk on the beach. We smoke cigars, and I show off my speedo. Mark, why a Miller? What's up? Hey, Sean. Great great show today. I don't know if anyone's mentioned that Lightfoot said this would be the summer of joy after uh, Memorial Day. You're having a good time, aren't you? Having fun? You live in the sewer. And how many buildings? How how much are you going to cash in? Are you going to participate in the scandal and the scam? What are you going to do when the cameras come out and the checks start flying? Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at it. I don't know if I want any Lightfoot's blood money. So I think yeah. I'll just buy my camera. The Wyom Millers buy their own camera. This is, see, you got to start talking like that now. The Wyom Millers, you talk about yourself in the third person. This way, the, the woman who pretends to be a tough guy, you pretend to be a tough guy right back. Wyom Millers buy their own camera. We don't want anything on uh, the house. All right, I'm going to buy my own cameras. I don't need no Lightfoot money. That's exactly right. I like that. More people did that, they'd lose that corruption. Because right now, a bunch of people are saying, a bunch of scam artists, like the one who stole the lady's house, is thinking, I'll fill out the paperwork, I'll get the $1,500, I'll produce a phony receipt, and I'll keep the money. Because that's what this is all about. Buying votes. That's all Democrats know how to do. They certainly can't succeed. Take a look at where they rule. That's their definition of utopia. I'll be back after this. the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. No way to quantify the devastation to lives of bad politics. You can't quantify it. Everybody says, oh, rich people can afford inflation. The money you take from them is money that would likely go to good use. More job creation, more investment, more business. 50% of, 57% of the people are on welfare. 52% of society cannot write a check for $1,000. If you factor in Obamacare subsidies, that number of people that are subsidized on one form of government welfare or another goes up to about 65%. We cannot afford the policies of the mafia anymore. It's nice when we have people that come and demand action be taken. See, we don't have to wait for an election. Impeach this idiot and all of the people who have done this to us. It's really that quite simple. But too much of our society is more interested in watching men in costumes chase balls. I'm not. And neither is E.J. Antoni. In fact, he wants to welcome the dimwit in diapers to reality. E.J. Antoni is a research, research fellow 
the Heritage Foundation. He's been on numerous shows. This one's his favorite, and he's one of my favorite guests. EJ, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Sean, it's great to be with you in the audience. I'm doing well. Thank you. You know, you wrote an article uh, two weeks ago, The Ramifications of Incompetence, Monetary Policy, I'm paraphrasing, and what it leads to. We're literally in the beginning of this. And the idea that they came out today, and when I say they, Janet Yellen, the spokes idiot for, for Biden, his economic advisor, Ramondo, who I don't understand how she got the job. It certainly wasn't on looks. But here we are, and they all say, I don't know, this is the best we can do. That's outrageous to me when the answer is really quite simple. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, my goodness, when the Treasury Secretary says she's hopeful that inflation will decline, I mean, maybe I'm being too harsh here, Sean. Tell me if I am. No, but I would not expect, for me, baby. Just the appetizer. I would, ex- I would expect someone in charge of literally the world's largest spending and income accounts to base their forecasts on something other than their feelings. I mean, really, would it be too much here to ask her to use some numbers instead? But at, you know, at the end of the day, we shouldn't be surprised. This is par for the course. Go back to Friday when Biden said, since I took office, families are carrying less debt. Their average savings are up. He literally said that. So, of course, you know, I, I go right to the accounts and I start looking up the, the macro level data. Not not even close. My goodness, the, the monthly annualized savings rate has fallen three trillion dollars since Biden took office. Family savings have evaporated under this president. And that's the destruction that it's hard to really quantify. You know, as you as you pan back and you look at just the destruction this idiot's done in a little over a year, you say to yourself, how are you going to go four years like this? Classes separate. It's the same thing that happens every time an incompetent ideologue takes over control of a country. The classes separate. And they say the rich get richer. That's not true. The rich become more paranoid. The rich erode more of their uh, uh, capital that they would put to use in society. It's devastating for the rich people. They just simply make it look better. And the poor people, you wallow in a mediocrity that some can imagine that don't live in these Chicago ghettos. Well, I imagine it's going to be something very similar to what we saw with President Obama where not all of the rich did very well, but those who were politically connected did. If you think of something like Solyndra, the green energy boondoggle that that was, you know, those people made out like bandits. And then through bankruptcy, they got all of their their bad debt erased, so they never had to pay that back, and the taxpayers had to foot the bill. I mean, look look at what the president just did yesterday. With now, Now he's using the War Production Act, are you kidding me, to make more solar panels? He's he's going to he's going to start reimporting more solar panels from China that are made from slave labor. I mean, my goodness, these people. I'm calling it ecotage, like sabotage, only they're using the excuse of the ecosystem as the weapon. Because uh, unequivocally, EJ, and I try to explain this and I don't articulate it in just the right fashion, I don't think. And that is that this is the government's goal. The government, ironically, does better in inflation. It, it, it's a play not on just their debt, but it translates to their revenue, which ironically gives them more confidence to borrow more at rates that are fluctuating in real time. This is the part that is unbelievable to me. And I cannot imagine why people are not calling for the immediate removal of Joe Biden and the Federal Reserve heads and the rest of it. This is outrageous to me. No, absolutely. And you know, what we're seeing right now is basically a repeat of what we saw in, in the 1970s, where 
despite this massive increase in government debt, the actual value of that debt went down because inflation rose faster than the government was even able to accumulate debt. So it's not that the government somehow was able to get that money for free. Everyone had to pay for that through the tax of inflation. But it's simply the matter of if you're a debtor, inflation diminishes the real value of what you owe. And who is the biggest debtor in the world? It's Uncle Sam. Yeah. But uh, and when we talk about the comparisons of the 70s, when we talk about the comparisons of our past history uh, with Obama, the caveat is the insurmountable debt service we're already carrying as people are stupefied, bogged down or willfully ignorant to the fact that we're paying, what, $600 billion a year in interest in VIG on debt that none of us really signed up to. And I keep going back to this. I had a guy call in on Friday, and he said, well, what would you do? I think it was Friday or Monday. And he said, what would you do? And I said, I, I, I honestly don't understand why when debt is taken out and the interest rate is zero, that debt is locked in for 100 years at zero. That's the only way. You know, as an investor, the only way you can do anything is through knowledgeable fixed leverage. The idea that anybody would allow to have this this debt just on, a, on an arm that is bi-week or bi-monthly now, as they continue to massively increase the costs, how is this permittable? We have all these smart geniuses economically. How are they just saying, oh, yeah, that's fine. Just make everything on an arm. And they're cranking up the, the payments to themselves. Well, it's amazing. You know, we, we may have some smart people, but it, it's difficult to find common sense these days. It's not all that common anymore. And actually, you know, the government would much prefer the current situation from what you just described, where we have a 0% interest rate, because right now the interest rate's actually negative in real terms, at least. The government is requiring you to pay them for the privilege of lending to them. That sounds crazy, but it's true. It would be as if you go to a bank, you give the bank your money, and then at the end of the year, they give you less back than what you originally gave them. That's what's going on now with government bonds, because the interest rate is lower than the inflation rate. Everyone's paying attention now because uh, Jamie Dimon said there's a storm on the horizon. That makes me even more angry. As people have been saying, you know, when Barack Obama took over the country, we were at $9 trillion in debt, right? He jacked it up to 19. Now we're at 30. And this buffoon is talking about more spending, which goes to show you not only don't they understand what they're in charge of, but they're guaranteeing not just the feudalism while they rule, but when they leave, what are we looking at? If you had to guesstimate, what are you looking at when it comes to, I mean, we don't even talk about unfunded liabilities, which is over $200 trillion. What are we talking about oh. in, in admitted debt? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know what? Again, it, it depends on how much of this they're able to just inflate away with this monopoly money. So if you look at over the last several months, the real value of government debt has actually decreased because, again, this is all priced in dollars and the value of the dollar has dropped so fast in the first four or five months of this year that it is diminishing, it's decreasing the real amount that the government needs to repay to borrow to, you know, to its creditors. But I mean, at the end of the day, though, the only way you can get out of this mess is with massive cuts in government spending 
and or massive tax increases. But we have to remember that inflation is a tax, right? It's a hidden tax, but it's still a tax. So what we're living under right now, why the economy is buckling under this massive government weight is precisely because we are right now paying trillions and trillions of dollars in taxes. We're just doing it through inflation as opposed to a sales tax, income tax, a property tax or whatever. And now they're guaranteeing to offshore our wealth as well, or our money, our payments, by begging on his knees. I'm cleaning this up because you're here, because I so want to do a vice president joke right now. But on his knees to the Saudis, who have been ridiculing Joe Biden for the last year and four months. And are Democrats complete morons? Are they comfortable with the idea that we will be sending record prices at record costs for a product that we have right here for a fraction of the costs. Are there are there's this many morons in this country? Oh, quite possibly. But the other thing to consider is that not when true. nothing when nothing they say lines up with what they do, I have to start to believe that they're lying to us. I mean, that's basically what we saw with COVID, right, from start to finish. Nothing they said actually matched up with what they did. But if you look at, like, for example, what's going on with with Ukraine, nothing, virtually nothing that this administration has done in regards to Russia and Ukraine has lined up with what they've actually been saying. Our energy policy in regards to Russia for the last several months has been so ridiculously backwards that it has resulted in us and our allies in Europe paying higher prices for oil while Russia is able to sell their oil to hostile nations like China, who's now getting their oil at a discount instead of having it to buy it instead of having to buy it from us. So meanwhile, the Chinese are getting a discount. Putin is still getting paid and we are paying through the nose and it's going to put us into a recession. People forget the thing that really popped the housing bubble was one hundred and forty five dollar oil. When people couldn't afford to fill their tanks and to buy groceries, they started missing mortgage payments. And that's what popped the bubble. It was going to pop eventually, but that's what did it. And not anybody's talking about this. That's why, you know, I I had alluded to it during during a reading of a commercial for a dear friend of mine who's a wonderful guy, but he's a mortgage broker. And we always talk off air about the massive uptick in in delinquencies that it's not getting reported. And this is why, you know, I love you people at Heritage. I do. I love you. And I want you to run with this. Joe Biden is the president that killed the dollar. Joe Biden is the president that destroyed the, the integrity. You're not going to hear that anymore. We're the cleanest, dirty shirt in the laundry. I was so sick of that anyway. But what Joe Biden did, and this is going unreported, is you now have Italy and um, I forgot who the other country was. I want to say it was Germany or somebody. But they agreed to, to buy his oil in the ruble. And that's not good especially when you look at the fact that he already has a, an agreement with uh, all, uh, Iran. He already has an agreement with uh, Syria. He already has an agreement with China. I mean, this could be the time where the dollar is no longer the petrodollar, is no longer the world currency, and every other country has the greatest excuse in the world when you see these idiots come out on a day and say, we don't know what to do now. It's unbelievable to me. Oh, no, absolutely. When when you see the way in which this administration has tried to weaponize the dollar on the world stage, and this is something we've, you and I have talked about before on, on this show, it, it is really scary because it undermines the dollar's ability 
to be the reserve currency of the world. And once you take that away, once you get rid of that global demand for dollars, wait until you see the flood of liquidity that is going to pour back into these shores. And that may sound good at first, but what that means is you will have foreigners from all over the world with literally trillions of dollars that they want to use to buy American goods and services. And that is going to drive prices to levels that are beyond what they saw in the German Weimar Republic. That and is see, not that's exaggeration. The part. You hear that all the time, right? Everybody's, I've heard that since I was a kid, the Weimar Republic, and it loses its certain kind of uh, cachet that it should have or the respect that it should have. At that point, it's going to be something we've never lived through. We've only read about in history books. And what makes me sick, AJ, is that it's all avoidable. All they had to do was not do what they did. And when you think about how much percentage of our dollar, when you say it, it's taken a hit in the last four months that's unprecedented, and you're right, how do you even come up with a percentage that our dollar is buoyed, is frauded, because we, uh, at the tip of a spear, force it, the world to use it as a currency? I mean, you could talk about an overnight 40% collapse, 30% collapse, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and once again, like, you know, God willing, we never live to see this day, but it is a risk. And when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes and you run the <laughs> risk of you run the risk of, of of that having that photo, that infamous photo of the woman with the wheelbarrow of money going to buy a loaf of bread. Right. Yeah. You run the risk of that coming to American shores. So but, how do you how I do you keep say. yourself happy? Because you know here in the studio, what I like to do, I put on Brazilian beach volleyball for women, and it keeps me happy. In between our comments, I look at the girls and their thongs chasing balls. But how do you? What do you do to keep yourself uh, optimistic about the future? Scotch and cigars. Huh? These are good. <laughs> All right, I gave up the scotch, but I'm big on the cigars. Um, and and are you hearing a murmur? that maybe some of these buffoons who claim to be Republicans, who claim to be conservative, who claim to know their, their derriere from their shoe, are the, are, are the elected representatives starting to maybe demand something change in the form of impeachment or removal or something? Are you hearing anything? Oh, no, nothing in the word, nothing along the lines of like impeachment or, or removal. Uh, you know, it, it, it seems like it's shaping up to be one of those things where, by the end of his term, Biden may be the Republican Party's best friend, that he will get Republicans elected because the people will be so sick of his leadership and his party. So far from far from wanting to to remove someone that incompetent, the Republicans may hope he stays. Do you um, do you think that it it can be reconciled or do you think that, you know, because my attitude is if this if this idiot's allowed to remain in this position for four years, if these policies are allowed to go forward, at a certain point, you can't recover. Can you recover? Is the damage too great now, or is there still a sliver of, yeah, we can recover if we do this, this, and this? No, no, I, I think, uh, you know, aside from the scotch and cigars, there, there truly is there truly is legitimate hope here. You know, if I can return for a second to the Weimar Republic, yeah. a lot of times people think that they went right from that into Adolf Hitler. But there's about 10 years of history in between that we completely forget about. And a lot of that is due to a gentleman, gentleman named Jalmar Schacht. And he was later called by history, inappropriately, the wizard of Nazi finance. But he was a monetary wizard. That part was true. And he literally stopped the inflation in Germany overnight. Imagine inflation at like 10,000 percent. And he literally stopped it overnight. 
he got rid of the old currency, he created a new one called the Neumark, and he pegged it to gold. And he guaranteed, if you bring in this currency, we will give you X amount, X ounces of gold. And as soon as people realized that he was going to make good on that promise, the inflation stopped overnight. So See, what we could we do need, that. We could tie it to we oil, could. we could we tie could. it to natural gas, and we could tie it to gold. We could do it. Yep. You'd have to do a combo, but you could stop it overnight. We just have to get politicians in there who are not um, prostituting the power in order to self-enrich. Right, exactly. So what you need in conjunction with that, you need to not only turn off the spigot, but you need to stop throwing whatever the spigot was pouring out down the drain. So in this case, you need to cut off this inflationary financing from Congress. So then you need Congress to turn around and to stop spending all of the money that they were throwing out the window. So it's going to take not only a Federal Reserve that has some spine for once, but it's going to take a Congress and a president who are likewise of a stout enough constitution to stop the ridiculous spendthrift waste coming out of D.C. Okay, so it's hopeless. We're right back to square one. Well, listen, you enjoy your scotch and cigars, and I want to tell you how much I enjoy you coming on. These are the best conversations. Thank you so much, E.J. Antonio, and the people can find you at Heritage. And uh, where else? Uh, Heritage.org, also committee to unleashprosperity.com, where I'm a senior fellow. Oh, I like that. Can't you give me one of those nonsense titles like the city of Chicago? I'm not asking for a pension and to drive around and eat beef sandwiches for free, but put my name somewhere. Can you do that? I, I think I can. I'll, uh, I'll make a phone call. I know a guy that knows a guy. Thank you very much, EJ Antoni. I appreciate you coming on as always. Sean, great to be with you again. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Good song. I am going to miss the uh, Studio Health Club. Although not that much. All right, cut the music there, Squirrel. Although it's good music. But I want everyone to hear this moron, who is the spokes moron for the moron who wet his socks. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration, and other experts as well, is that we feel that we are in a good position. Well, what your eco-Nazism shows... That is, if I give a sexually frustrated dweeb in a lab coat enough money, he'll say anything because you're cooking all your science, you're cooking your data, you're cooking your approval, and you stole the election. Of course, you got that nifty hairdo. Verlan on the south side. Sean, you will never get a politician to stand up there and say we're tying our dollar to oil or gas. The, the left will go scorched earth. They will lose their shirt. They will say that you're putting big oil in charge of our economy. Bush tried to privatize a portion of Social Security, and they lost it. And you see what happened to that. Well, here's the thing. The Democrats are failures. They're morons. So I really don't give a rip what a Democrat says or a Republican who votes for Democrats like Richard Irving. So those scum can go and enjoy your failure, you moron. Sooner or later, they're going to have to come to some people that have answers. Sooner or later, there'll be enough people that want to fix it. In the meantime, all you can do is take yourself and go to high ground and go to good circumstances. Because as we're talking right now, Convention of the States went from 19 
states that are cooperating and that are suing the federal government, and they went to 22. And that's the beauty of having this kind of failure. You can't deny it. You can wallow in it like a Chicago moron scum Democrat. You can pretend you're winning because you're a lap behind and you're all alone and you think you're in the lead. That's what a Democrat is. Sooner or later, they're going to have to recognize they're imbeciles and they're liars on top of it. Thank you, Verlon, for the call. But it doesn't matter what idiots think. That's why I never, ever ask an idiot or a Democrat, what do you think? I don't care what you think. You're a failure by declaration of calling yourself a Democrat. You're a failure and you're a wannabe gangster. Otherwise, you are maybe a half-ass gangster like Ed Burke, Mike Madigan. A fat beanbag Pritzker or that moron with her phony uh, uh, male pattern baldness in her detective costume pretending to be tough. I'd like to see how tough she is without all the security guards. I only wish she would have stumbled into my old social club in Melrose Park. She'd have been tough. We'd have had her in a sundress dancing on the on the table. Don and Merrillville. Hey, Sean. Uh all, all, of, all of these uh, people that y- you think call themselves Democrats, that you think are de- Democrats, there's not a one of them that are Democrats. They're all dinos, just like a rhino. The Democrat Party has been taken over, started in the late 70s when they let the liberals in, and now what? people like Pelosi are them old liberals. Well, Don, you, 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 you're using a word that they don't deserve, brother. You're using a word that applies to me. I'm a liberal. I don't want to force you. They don't have a scheme that isn't rooted in force. We keep letting the fascists, the communists, the Marxists, and the mafia hide behind a word that has virtue, liberal. We really have to stop doing that. This was something that, you know, I was introduced to by Milton Friedman in the 70s when I was a kid. And I used to watch him. He used to drive him crazy. Now I understand why. Because you allow these two-bit gangsters, these half-assed morons like Lori Lightfoot, She calls herself a liberal, yet you see over these last two years, have you ever experienced more fascism out of one female dressed in a detective costume? Have you ever seen more fascism in this country come out of anybody other than the Democrats in charge? The answer is no. So they're anything but liberals. What they have well, been, uh, okay. you, they've been infiltrated, right there, but, but they've they been infiltrated by pseudo-intellectual, yeah, but, but they, they, they ruined it. The Democrat means nothing. It just means corrupt moron. So well, there is anybody a bright side. There is a bright side to it. Back in the seventies, you know, don't take it the wrong way. The liberals in the seventies aren't aren't what what the liberals are today. If they had their support, own party back in the seventies, and this is the but problem. They, but they ran out of other people's money to operate it. This is so the their problem. Their party fell off the ticket, and they were replaced by the independents. This is the problem of a system that puts all the corrupt morons in one area and lets them continue to implement and in place their overlords, their willful ignorant, and their morons who just want something for nothing. So you can't you can't reason with the unreasonable. What I want to do is separate from them. I'm done with this kind of America. I'm dead serious. Just give us the good states. You take the ones you already destroyed. They're beyond repair anyway. And look at look at what's going on in these Democrat strongholds, these sewers. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, good evening, Sean. Another great show. A lot of information you put out there tonight. Oh, thank you. Uh, what I'd like to say is the, uh, the people in this country have to realize the priorities of the Democrats. Just look at the stumble bomb. You, were, you would rather go on Jimmy Kimmel than go to the border. 
he goes to Saudi Arabia and kisses their egg so they Jimmy. can produce more oils instead of producing the oil here and making us energy independent. Jimmy Kimmel is the perfect the- place for Joe Biden to go. Do you know why? You know who Jimmy Kimmel yeah. is? Jimmy Kimmel is a multimillionaire that didn't want to pay his, ho- his daughter's hospital bill. Jimmy Kimmel sure. is a pseudo-intellectual tax cheat that doesn't want to pay for anything. Jimmy Kimmel is his kind of useful idiot, as are all of the Hollywood communists who never practice communism. They cheat on their taxes, they get high all day long, and then they become authorities in absolutely nothing. After making a career of repeating someone else's words, Jimmy Kimmel isn't funny. He has a room full of writers that are underpaid that are funny. He just reads the words. Jimmy Kimmel is that moron who, who built a reputation from watching girls jump on a trampoline without a bra, of which I like. But Jimmy Kimmel is a scumbag who doesn't want to pay his daughter's hospital bill in the same way they don't want to pay their tuition, in the same way they don't want to pay their mortgage or their light bulb or pick it. It's you against the scumbag. That's what a Democrat is. We need background checks. We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. We need a waiting period for those rifles. We need red flag laws and consequences for those who abuse them. Now take your shirt off, Matthew McConaughey. That's all you are. You're a mimbo. A $2 whore in a $5 world. Now did somebody pay you to do that or did you just read somebody else's words? Dimwit. 312-642-5600. All right, all right, all right. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. You know I love people. I love Meatloaf like Pritzker, only he doesn't know he's a singer. Fat bastard that he is. These are the kind of morons making choices, making decisions, and really ruling the government to where you are just a subject in their world. I do have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices, after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle, I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so, Ooh, that's stabbing out. Stabbing out. She drives an electric car. I wonder, did she like to wait the hour while it charged up its battery like a cell phone? And then what about the money that that energy costs? Is that free or are they magic holes stabbing out? After all, what does she really have to know? Nothing. She didn't get here because she's smart. She got here because her genitalia. I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies. And- no, 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 it's Davino. It's not how it works. They're on my whims, the consumer. And you couldn't have sold your agenda if you didn't force the card. See, that's what this is. This is eco-terrorism, eco-Nazism. You never could have sold as many electric cars if you didn't subsidize them. Once again, poor people subsidizing dimwit whores like you. But that's what you like, because it's your world, right? You're, you're, you're a god among us. You're a Democrat. Now, what have you ever succeeded in? Nothing except failure. That's what a Democrat is. Ron in Velpo. Hey, Sean, I just want to talk about Lightfoot's great idea on alarms. All right. I used to work for the largest alarm company in the, in the U.S., and I uh, sold alarms, and I managed 
okay. uh, salesman. All right. Uh, first of all, if you get an alarm in the city of Chicago, you got to pay fifty dollars for for license. That's <laughs> that was twenty years ago. I don't know what it is now. Yeah. Times Secondly, you got to pay a yeah you got to pay a monthly monitoring fee to the alarm company. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, if if you put twenty five thousand more alarms in the city of Chicago. They're going to do what Milwaukee did. And Milwaukee said, we're not answering any burglar alarms anymore. So that leaves it up to the owner or, or the businessman to go for, to his own alarm. And, of course, in the city of Chicago, you can't carry a gun. So you may face a burglar at your alarm place. So it's, it, it's a racket. Well, this is it, good news. It's a big racket. This is good news for it street do nothing to because street gangs will go What's back that? to what they used to do in those European countries, and they will provide the protection. It'll be a great boom for the protection racket. So this is what they do. They, this is how they run their operation. You know, and, and Ron, I'll say this. When I first bought my house, I was, you know, I was a young kid, young married kid, but I was making money. And I, I had an alarm company come out, and I put it, I couldn't believe how much money it was, how much money it was a month. And I was making a lot of money. And, you know, the kids were young. I said, okay, we have it still to this day. I just, you know, I, I put newer stuff in. But it's not cheap. And the answer is always to give away. They're like drug dealers. They give you the first taste for free. And then they don't care what happens afterwards. Because the reality is 50% of these people will just take the money and fake the receipt. The other 50% that put it in, they'll lose a 50% of that will stop paying. It's all just show. It's an election year thing where she's buying votes. Here's 1500 Say you got an alarm and vote for me. That's what the Democrats are. Thank you, Ron. Thought is Absolutely. not their big suit. If it was, we wouldn't be in a country riddled in failure that was the youngest and the richest when we were in control of things, the people. Since the government started to run things, they certainly suck. Although your workforce is very loyal, and they're also fat. David and Lansing. Hey, Sean, uh, the complaints about gasoline are going up, and they're going to go up higher, I think, uh-huh. in my estimation. And I have three easy steps to uh, oh, boy. reduce the complaints. Right. And, um, start Is to it going to be the Democrat just stop answering the phone? That's how they reduce complaints. Right. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, leave a message. Um, it's time to uh, go with your subconscious and maybe buy that four-cylinder you've been thinking about, or uh-huh. maybe a moped. Um, n- number two... Um, like I've done, I've started to dabble in uh, oil stocks. I'm holding them. I'm, I'm you know, you're bringing down my show, David and Lancy. My word, we had such a good show. we got to end on a high note. Let's hear from a Democrat philosopher, a genius of a woman. How did she get there? Wasn't like the vice president because she couldn't give it away. With respect to energy, the uh, administration has done everything that they can to bring down energy costs, for example. Well, they keep going up there, fatso. What are, you, what are you doing? This is your best? Your best sucks. It's like your honeymoon. A complete failure. Everybody's disappointed, except I can't turn the lights off, dimwit. All right, I'll be back in 21. We'll turn the lights on. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.